What's up, what's up, what's up everybody Welcome back to the I Just Be Podcast I appreciate y'all coming back Welcome to season 2 Welcome to season 2 So I decided to um, end the last podcast with season 1 um, We got into a lot of spiritual shit I just wanted to Because that's what I'm into right now Like a lot of the stuff that I was talking about Is kind of the vibe that I'm on right now But um, in season 2 I wanted to switch the game up a little bit And I wanted to talk a little bit more about um, <laughs> I guess you could say a past life in this life. I call it my past life, but, um, it was before I like really got into my spirituality and my life was like a fucking mess, like a damn, like reality TV show basically. And, um, you know, I was just thinking today about some of my past relationships and I just wanted to get into this season is going to be about the shits. Because I am human before I became like spiritual and like wise and all this like this path that I'm on right now. I was a hot fucking mess, y'all. Like <laughs> I was a hot mess. Like I had anger issues. I my relationships were fucking trash. I was with trash ass niggas. Like I I was I was doing a lot. I was doing a lot. So I wanna talk about one of my past relationships today. Um <laughs> Because I was just thinking, I don't know, for some reason I was thinking about it today, and um, I want to talk about it. We gonna, This is what this season is going to be about. This season is going to be about um, the crazy shit I used to get into before I turned spiritual. Um, so first of all, y'all already know I got to let y'all know what tea I'm on. I'm on Kava Kava. I'm on my Kava route today because, you know, I need to relax my nerves a little bit. And we're going to talk. We're going to talk today. This is about to be a fucking combo. And I got a little music playing in the background because that's kind of the vibe right now. So sideline. I found this guy on YouTube. He's called um, Bobby Nsinga. B-O-B-B-Y-N-S-E-N-G-A. And y'all, he is such a fucking vibe. Like, he just sits there in his fucking apartment, like, playing music. Like, he does these, like, mixtapes and he has his little DJ set up in his, like, apartment. And it's basically him just sitting there, like, mixing up a, a playlist. And it's such a vibe, y'all. Like, his apartment is so peaceful. Um, he has, like, these nice apartments that he's in. It's, like, flower. I mean, like, plants in it and, like, a lot of light. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Like, it's, it's, it's a vibe. Vibes as fuck. So, check him out on YouTube if y'all get a chance. It, he just, like, puts me in a mood. So, anyway, I don't even know what the fuck I'm going to name this podcast, like, this first one. Well, anyway, uh, this one is number two because I was in four major, major relationships in my life. Um, I ain't going to talk about when I was dating girls because it was very much so boring. It very much was so I'm just doing this because I think that's the right thing to do. And it just wasn't me because I'm gay as fuck. So we ain't even going to talk about that. Like, I'll do a whole podcast talking about that, that period in my life when I was like not all the way out and trying to be down low and all that shit. Like, ugh. Yeah, that's another podcast I'll talk about. But this one in particular I was thinking about today. I'm going to call him number two. This is my Scorpio um, relationship that I was in. Ooh, y'all. This one, this one, this one, this one. So I think they were all very much so teachers to me. They were all toxic. (laughs) All four of my relationships were toxic. I tell everybody when I do spiritual readings or when I do consultations and stuff, I'm good at like connecting with spirit and everything. 
I, I don't know how to be in a relationship. I tell everybody that shit. I don't know how to be in a successful relationship, but I know how to not be in a bad relationship. I always tell everybody that. Don't come to me on how to be in a relationship. If you're ready to get out of that motherfucker, I can help you. But anyway, this is what this is one of my bad relationships. But they were all my teachers. They were all teachers. So my Scorpio, I'm going to call him number two because he was the second like guy that I got in a relationship with. Um... I okay a little bit of a backstory, <laughs> a little bit of a backstory. Like, yeah, it's gonna be so much tea in this one. A little bit of a backstory. I um, my ex before I met the Scorpio, um, he I basically called him cheating on me on this dating site called Adam for Adam, where you it's basically like this was back in the day. This had to be like what two thousand nine. Like when this is before like social media was popping. This is before Instagram. This is before all that shit. So you know, for gay people to meet each other, it was like these little sites like that you go on and meet people, and it it basically was like a fuck site where you meet people to fuck. Um, But anyway, um, I caught my ex cheating on Adam for Adam, and. After I broke up with him, I was living in Orlando, and I moved to Atlanta. And when I first got to Atlanta, I was like, okay, let me see who I can meet out here. And I got on the website like a dumbass. Like, I'm going to get on the website that I caught my ex cheating on. That's That that was the first wrong fucking step. But, you know, back in the day, I didn't give a fuck. I was just whatever. And um, I met this guy on Adam for Adam. And this is my Scorpio nigga that I met. And uh, he was very, very, he, he was very, very good looking. I'll just say that. Like, he was very good looking, like, nice body. He was like a bodybuilder. Um, he ended up being, like, a porn star, and I didn't notice until, like, after we broke up. But, you know, that's sideline. I'm just going to let y'all know how he looked, you know. He he, he looks fucking good. Um, so I met him on there. We linked up. Um, the first our first date was like a movie, and uh, we went out to to see a movie. And the movie we went to see together, which <laughs> which actually was like a fucking sign, like a motherfucker. I don't know if y'all remember the movie Devil. It was a trash ass movie, but we went to see Devil together, and it was just like, hello, y'all going to see this together? And it, like, it very much was so like giving me Devil energy. But anyway, we met. You know, we we hung out. You know, we started getting, you know, we was liking each we're liking on each other for a little while. And then um this is like my second relationship. I was very, very, very green in the whole relationship dating, and especially dating in the gay world. I was still very like young dating wise. So I was very green. And I, I was liking on him. I probably was like more captivated by his like looks in the beginning. So I um I was dating him, and at one point, I started to realize that he was very inconsistent. Like, he wouldn't text me. Like, I would be texting him, like, you know, when we going out again, blah, 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 blah. And he wouldn't text me back. Or he would be like, okay, we going out on Friday, and then at 8 o'clock, Friday, 8 o'clock, I don't hear anything. And then I'll be, like, calling to check in. Like, now I feel so embarrassed, like, because I, I would never... I would never do that shit now. But back then, you know, I was just 
being me, I'm like, this nigga, what's going on? He like, he ain't picking up. You know, I'm so fucking green. So that started happening a lot. And I remember one day we were supposed to go out and um, he was like, what did he say? I was like, what are you doing? He was like, I'm at this. He said this restaurant that I knew where it was in, in Lenox Mall. And um, I was like, oh, okay. And I don't know, something just told me, like, pull up. <laughs> and this is how crazy I was back in the day. So I was like, let me see what the fuck really going on. Because something ain't right. Like, he's been, he's starting to be inconsistent. Like, it was real passionate and cool in the beginning. And now, all of a sudden, it, shit is changed. It's different. He ain't even think in my head that he cheating. Or he with somebody else. I just didn't think like that back then. And I pulled up at the restaurant, and I sat in the parking lot. It was only one way you could come out of the restaurant. I don't listen. I don't know how the fuck I knew this shit. But I just sat there. And within like 15 minutes, here he comes bopping out with another nigga. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. This motherfucker. So I was like, let me find out what the truth is. Let me find out what the truth is. So I remember when we first met, he had a friend that worked with him. He basically said he saw me walking through the mall and he worked at a restaurant in the mall in Linux Mall. It was, Linux Mall was where all the shits was at. And that's how he found me on Adam for Adam. But basically it ended up his friend was really trying to get with me and he ended up like, you know, connecting with me or whatever. So anyway, I knew the friend liked me. They were like two best friends. And I knew the friend liked me and I knew that the friend knew all the tea. So what I did was I called a friend up one night and I was like, hey, you know, you know, me and me and Scorpio not really on nothing right now. So, you know, I'm trying to see what's up with you. Just just fucking ratchet. Just <laughs> just ratchet as fuck. Didn't give a fuck. I went I wanted to know, know the tea. So I was like, I'm gonna do whatever fucking needs I need to do to find out what's going on. So I hit him up, you know, I, I spit my little game or whatever. And, and he was like, okay, you know, let's go out. And we went out. And we had a few drinks And he spilled all the tea He basically told me like Yeah that nigga ain't shit He got like five or six niggas Like you ain't the only one And like blah 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 Like he had He gave me everything He was like yeah he, He's not really the person you want, you want to be with Like he spilled all his tea So after that I was I was upset <laughs> I was upset I knew something was going on But I was I was a little pissed so, you know, I had more drinks. We went back to the friend house. So the friend, the best friend, lived in the same apartment as the Scorpio did. And so we went to the best friend's house. You know, he thought we was about to get it in, and we wasn't because he wasn't that cute. And I wasn't feeling him at all. I just wanted to get the tea. But, you know, I was in it, and I didn't want to be mean or nothing. So I went, I went to his house or whatever, and we were just sitting there talking. And there's a knock at the door. And so he goes to the door. <laughs> the best friend goes to the door. And he's like, oh, that's, that's Scorpio. Of course, that isn't what he said. I'm just, that's, I'm calling him Scorpio. He's like, oh, that's Scorpio. That's Scorpio. And I was like, so let that nigga in, which is what I wanted anyway. Because apparently he ended up finding out that me and him went on a date. So he came in. He was like, what's going on? What y'all doing? Blah, 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 blah. And um, I was like, let's go outside to talk. He had a balcony. 
I was like, let's go outside to talk. And he was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I was like, nigga, what the fuck you mean what I'm doing? Like, I know what the fuck you got going on. I, I know what's up. Like, don't, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Anyway, we arguing back and forth. We arguing back and forth. He trying to, like, sweet talk me and shit. He trying to, like, touch on me. And then we, were, then we was about to fight because I'm like, yo, don't fucking touch me. Like, he trying to, like, rub on my leg and, like, pull me out of my anger, basically, to try to get me back. And he kept, like, touching me. And I was like, stop fucking touching me. He wouldn't stop. So then I got, like, angry. Anyway, bye, bye, bye. That happened. I left. It was a mess. Went back to my apartment. Um, I ended up staying in Atlanta for about six months. I had a six-month contract that I was working. And I was just like, you know what? I don't really like Atlanta. This shit is too much. It's a mess. Like, I want to go back to Orlando. So I went back to Orlando. And, um, of course, when I left, he was trying to, like, get me back or whatever. Went back to Orlando. He was hitting me up, like, every day, like, texting me, calling me. We Skyping. This is <laughs> this is when Skype was popping, back, way back in the day. And we would Skype each other, and he'd be spitting his fucking game. He was like, yo, you know, it wasn't supposed to be like this. We were supposed to be together, and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I still had, I had a little thing for him. Like, I didn't want to, I, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like I was finished. But I knew he was trash. So, I was, you know, I'm, I have... I don't have low self-esteem or anything. Like, I ain't going to let nobody play me. So, we talking back and forth for, you know, like a month or two. He like, you know, you can just come back up here and stay with me and blah, 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 blah. Y'all. Well, I took my dumb ass back to Atlanta. (laughs) I put my shit in my car and drove my black ass back to Atlanta. Mm, 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 mm. This shit so fucking is a mess. So I got to Atlanta. I told him when I was going to be there and everything. I think I got there. It was like around dusk. It had to be between like 7 and 8, you know, because the sun was going down when I got there. It takes like six hours to get from Orlando to Atlanta. It wasn't that bad of a drive for me back in the day. I used to take it all the time. But I got there, and first of all, I got there, and... He had a roommate that I had knew from before. Like, I had knew him because, you know, we kind of had, we hung in the same circle. So it's like, I didn't, it wasn't like the guy was a different guy like that. I didn't know. He answered the door and I was like, oh, okay, where's Scorpio? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm sitting here looking like, wait a minute. I, I'm, I'm like moving here. Like, where the fuck is he? And he was like, I don't know, dog. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And this is the messy shit that be going on in the fucking gay community, y'all. Anyway, I kind of, like, went in his room and, like, sat down. And I just, like, sat there and stared out the window like, damn, you really came up here and this nigga not even here. So I was like, well, I'm here. Went to sleep. All my shit in my car. Went to sleep. Y'all, even me telling this story, I feel so fucking stupid. Like, right now, this time and day, I would never. Like, oh, nigga. I could see bullshit from a mile away. But back then, I was with all the shits. I woke up the next day. He pulls up. He pulls up in a car with another nigga. 
he's like, let's go get breakfast. And I'm just sitting here looking like, but okay. I was tired. I was already there. I'm just like, he was like, oh, you know, that's my friend. You know, what are you talking about? Like, don't trip. That's my friend. Let's let's just go get some 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 breakfast or whatever. And we we went and ate, and I'm like looking at them, like it was just the the three of us, and I'm looking at them. I'm like, something something's with y'all, but you know, I brushed it off. I me being green and dumb and young, I'm like, okay, you know, that's his friend. So that night, this is the first fucking day, y'all, that I got to Atlanta, back to Atlanta. We went out. We went out. And we went to this club. We went to a gay club. It was always some bullshit. It was a bunch of us. It was a group of us, that people that I knew. And him and the guy that he came in the car with to take me, us, to, take me to breakfast. Even though he didn't show up the night before. It had me looking crazy. And I didn't say nothing because back then this is this is how I was. Like it's either I was on zero or I was on a hundred. And I knew that if I started that conversation, it would have went to a hundred and I would have fucking flipped out. And I didn't feel like going through that because it's like, all right, if that happens, I'm gonna have to drive my ass all the way back to Orlando. I'ma let it be and I'ma just go with the flow. Anyway, back to the story. We went out that night, went to a club, you know, we drinking, we chilling, whatever. Um, I drove my car. What well, he drove my car that night, and um, he drove us to the club in my car, and we got to the club. We was chilling, and you know, a few drinks in, I see these two niggas holding hands, <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Okay, and that that shit sent me like it was already confirmed. Like I ain't no dumbass. So. At that point, I got pissed. Like, I went through the roof. I went to him, and I just, like, like shoved his ass. And I was like, give me my, give me my motherfucking keys. He was like, what's going on? What, like, what, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I was like, give me my fucking keys, nigga. Like, I started flipping. I was snapping. And he, like, pulled out the keys, and I snatched them shits from him. And I started walking out the club. And they, he, like, followed me. Him and the other dude, like, followed me. And I was like, nigga. You definitely don't come behind me because I'm ready to punch all y'all ass in the face. So, basically, I took my drunk ass. I was fucked up. I was fucked up because I don't know if y'all ever been to a gay club before, but y'all know they drinks be strong as fuck. So, I was good and fucked up. Left, and I just heard them screaming like, the car ain't even that way. The car ain't even that way. And I'm like, fuck y'all. Y'all kiss my motherfucking ass. Fuck y'all. You know, I'm, I'm snapping. You know, I walked for a little while and found out that, yeah, my car was in that direction. Got lost. Didn't even know where my car was. Somehow, I stumbled my junk ass back to my car, wherever they had parked it at in the parking lot. And I drove back to his apartment. Got to the apartment. Was so pissed off, didn't even pay attention to the fact that you don't have no key to his place, nigga. So, I'm standing at the door like, why the fuck did I do this? I'm so pissed. I didn't. I didn't even want to fucking like call him, talk to him, like. And I'm just like, okay, what do I do? I'm too fucked up to drive again. I don't know what to do. So I'm like, I sat there for a second, like Billy Badass, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm getting in that apartment. I kicked the door open. Kicked the door open. <laughs> Shut the door. Went in there. Casually made some like. 
there was I remember he had some like chicken in his free in his freezer. And I like put some chicken in the oven because I was hungry as fuck, drunk. While the chicken was cooking, this was back in the day. <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling y'all this. This was back in the day when um computers first started like with the HDMI cable where you can hook your computer into the um into the TV and like put reflect what's on your TV into the reflect what's on your computer to the TV, your laptop to the TV. This is when that shit first came out too. So I did that and watched some porno and you know <laughs> checked off on his pillow on his couch, like on purpose. I'm like, fuck this nigga, I'm about to get out of here. Jet off on his pillow, nutted on his pillow, um, and went in the bed and fell asleep. I woke up to all I heard was him saying, oh, hell no, oh, hell no. The chicken had burned. The chicken had been in the oven all night. His door was kicked in, and he came in there and was like, you kicked my door in, you kicked my fucking door in. I laughed. I was like, nigga. Don't even talk to me right now. So, we had a conversation. I, I was over it, but I was hungover. Like, I was ready to get in my car and go back to Orlando, but I was too fucking hungover. So, while I was there, we had a conversation, and, you know, he was, he was, he had the juice. He had the juice, and he talked me out of leaving. So, I stayed. I stayed. And y'all dead ass, like, I swear, it was like some kind of fucking hold was on me. Like, I was so fucking lost in that relationship. Like, when I look back to that time today, I still don't understand how much, how I got so hooked to that nigga. But it was just like the toxicity of someone, because it was an emotional, he was emotionally abusing me, like... And lying and just straight up lying to me, which was tight, which was a representation of my relationship with my dad as a child. Basically, it was a lot of emotional abuse and lying going on. And that's kind of what I attached myself to love. So without getting too much into the spiritual side of things, I just wanted to add that in. Because this 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 season ain't about the spiritual stuff. I'm going to tie it in a little bit, but this is about the tea in the fucking the fuckery that I had going on in my life. So I stayed. More bullshit happened. Um, it basically turned into me trying to. I'm living with him the entire time. You know, he. I didn't fucking have no job back then. I wasn't working. Like, he was paying for everything. He paid for the apartment. He was paying for me when we went out. He was paying for food, everything. Like, I didn't have to pay for anything. But I was living with him. And, you know, I eventually, I think I stayed there for maybe like four months. Probably like four or five months. And during that duration, I eventually was like, yeah, this nigga, he ain't shit. But I couldn't leave. Like, I was emotionally attached to him. Like, my heart string was attached to him. So I couldn't leave. Like, I, I, I literally physically could not get the strength to get in my car and leave. Like, there was nothing keeping me there, but I just couldn't leave. And it eventually turned into, like, okay, you going out with your nigga. I'm going to go out with my nigga type shit. 
So one thing about it, two things for sure. I wasn't lacking on the people trying to holler at me tip at all. Like people was trying to get at me left and right when I was getting there, when I was there. And, you know, I would push him to the side because I was interested in him. Like I was trying to be with him. Scorpio. And, you know, once I kind of figured out what was happening and, you know, kind of opened my eyes to what was going on in the situation. I was just like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to see what's up with these niggas trying to holler at me. And it kind of became this thing of, okay, you going out with your nigga. I'm going to go out with a nigga and try to make each other jealous. And it went on like that for like three or four months. There were three or four different occasions probably more where I packed my shit in my car, got in the car to drive away and turn back around. Like that happened to me many fucking times. <sighs> so eventually I just felt defeated. I remember one day I, I ain't gonna go into like all the fucking crazy shit that fucking happened in the, in the meantime, like <laughs> that shit was a fucking roller coaster of trash. It was a roller coaster of trash, y'all. Like I I don't even want to go into the details of everything that happened. I think y'all can kind of get the gist of what's ha- what happened of how the story started, how messy that shit was. Um it was just it was just a mess. Like I basically was watching the guy that I wanted to be with be with other niggas in my face, you know. And I, it's like I was constantly getting my heart broken over and over and over again. And I stayed for that shit. Like, I knew it wasn't right. I knew that I knew that I knew that I needed better than that. I knew that it wasn't a good space for me. I knew that I knew that I needed to get out of that shit. But I just didn't know how. I honestly didn't know how back then, you know, and I think that I associated because my childhood, my relationship with my father and my childhood was so toxic, I thought that that was what love was. So I kind of accepted that. And one thing about me is that I have a I have a temper. I have a temper. And back then it was it was uncontrollable. And there were a lot of times where and I'm also the type of person where if I feel disrespected or if like you 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 play with my emotions, like it sends me over. There were many, many times where, you know, I got physical because I knew this nigga was playing me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, you know what, this shit is 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 trash. You know, I'm fighting all the time, I'm angry all the time, I'm getting into it with other people because of the shit he doing to me. Like it it was it was just a lot. And I remember what broke it was I had a best friend at the time, a girl. This, like, the feminine energy in my life has always been a blessing. Like, always got me out of shit. I remember I felt defeated. Like, I was just like, okay, I got to find a job. I got to, like, figure out because we was we was supposed to be moving into a new place together. That's how deep I was in this shit. Just dumb. Just lost. And I remember I went to the apartment complex to get on their laptop, to get on their computers to look for jobs. Because I'm like, I got to, you know, help pay the rent. We're going to get in a nicer place, whatever. And I was so defeated. And my best friend called me and she was like, hey, what you doing? And I was just like, I'm looking for jobs. And she was like, what's what's going on with you? What's what's up with you? And she knew, like, I had been talking to her 
about everything that was going on. And, you know, she had her bullshit. I had my bullshit. We was talking bullshit to each other. And, um, but that day, some for some reason, that day in particular, and my friend, she's spiritual too, you know. So we were talking, and she was like, what is going on with you? Like, you sound defeated. You sound depressed. Like, what is up with you, nigga? You don't even sound like yourself. Like, she started snapping on me. And she was like, you need to, and then like, y'all, I, I tell you no lie, like a spirit came into her and like was talking to me because she started screaming in like this voice that I never heard her screaming in. And she was like, you, you, you need to think better of yourself. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You dealing with this bullshit? That nigga ain't even worth it. Like she started snapping and then she was like, get your ass out of that shit. I don't know how the fuck you going to get out of it, but get out of it. And like she went on for like 10 minutes and she was like, I'm so sorry. When she stopped, she was like, I am so sorry. I don't know what came over me. Like I just felt the spirit like to tell you that. And I was like, you know what? I appreciate that, bestie. Let me call you back. When I got off the phone, y'all, it's like all my power came back into me. Like all the power I had lost dealing with all that bullshit with him came back into me and I felt so powerful like I felt it's like I snapped out of it and I was looking I was like what the fuck am I doing like what am I doing this is no this is bullshit and the next morning I got my shit packed my shit and I moved the fuck out um for real for real this time <laughs> I moved out and drove my ass back to Orlando and that was that was that between us um I'm going to add this little bit of a tip just to add in some more fucking uh, juicy gossip about it. We, uh, <laughs> I moved back to Orlando the next week. I think they had, um, what is the thing they have in, in Miami? I know they have um, Sweet Heat for the lesbians and then they have something else for the guys, for the gays or whatever. That was happening. And me and my best friend went to Miami and this nigga popped up. This nigga popped up. And, you know, he was talking all the shit, trying to get me back. Like, oh, why you left me? And blah, 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 blah. Because I, I had left. He had left the apartment and went somewhere. And when he came back, I was gone. And um, he was like, why you left me? And trying to sweet talk me and everything. And I was like, nigga, we're done. He was like, no, we're not done. I... I revolve my whole life around you. Just saying all kind of crazy shit. I don't know if you believe that shit or not. And I was like, we're done. Like, we're done. Like, all the things that he was saying that normally got me, I was done. Like, my power was back. And I remember we were in Miami outside of this apartment complex with my best friend, like, just standing in the background like, oh, shit. And I was just cold. Like, I was just like... <laughs> Nigga, I don't give a fuck what you're saying. We're done. And he started crying. Like, he put on the show, y'all. Like, he he was real dramatic. He was like, I don't know what else. What else? What am I supposed to do with myself now? You're you supposed to be my everything. And blah, blah, blah. Like, I wouldn't even try to argue with that nigga. I was like, okay, I don't know. I didn't tell you to revolve your life around me. I'm done. Like, figure it out. And he just sat there crying for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And eventually he got to the point and left. So, yeah, the nigga followed me to Miami, found out I was in Miami. I don't know. Listen, now that I think back to some of this shit, I don't know how this shit used to happen because there was no social media. There was no Instagram. 
I wasn't posting on Facebook like that. Like it was, there was no way for him to know I was there. And I don't know how the fuck he got there. Like it was crazy how shit used to work back then, before like all this technology tapped in. But anyway, that was it um, on that relationship. And like after that, I I started realizing that okay, Justin, you need to take a break <laughs> from being with being in relationships because before that, since I think for like five or six years since I was a teenager, I was I would jump out of one relationship and jump into another one. It was it was like that back to back to back to back. And I never took a break. And I was just like that that took me to a really dark that relationship took me to a really dark, dark place because I got I was I was afraid because I didn't have control and I couldn't get out of a toxic relationship when I knew I should have been out of it. And I've never put myself in back then I had never put myself in a relationship that was so fucking toxic and then for me to not be able to get out of that shit it scared the fuck out of me you know what I'm saying so I I was like all right I'm gonna take a little break and um I did get in another relationship after my break and it was even more toxic and we'll talk about that on another podcast but I do want to say this and I tell people this all the time and I've heard other people talk about this Gay relationships and straight relationships are a little bit different. You could be in a gay relationship for one year and it equals to 10 years in a straight relationship. And if y'all think I'm lying, ask any gay person that's been in a relationship. It goes very fast and a lot happens in a, little, in a short period of time when it comes to gay relationships. So I learned a lot like... I learned so much about what women and some men, but mostly women go through when they're in toxic relationships and how they can't leave. And like, I know people, I know people that I'm related to. Like I got family members. I don't have friends that have been in toxic relationships for like 10 to 15 years. And they're just like, I can't leave. I just can't leave. And I don't judge them because I get it. You know what I'm saying? And I was only in that shit with him for like, I would say a total of like maybe eight months. Like the second time I got back, it was like four months. And the first time when I first met him, it was like four months. But during that four month period, when I drove back up there, I understood like what it feels like to not be able to leave when you're so emotionally attached to somebody, even when they're like the worst person for you to be with. And thank God that I was, you know, connected to spirit enough to break it. You know what I'm saying? And connected to someone else that was also spiritual to be a vessel to help me break that shit. Because I was stuck. I was stuck. I was stuck as fuck. It was up and it was stuck. But um, I don't really know where else to go with this podcast after that because that <laughs> that shit was crazy like i had a lot of fun i'm not gonna lie it was very much so a reality tv show for me back then i had a lot of fun but as fun as it was it was so stressful so toxic it, it like pulled me to such a low low place that was way more intense than the fun i had um but i learned so much you know i learned 
back then I didn't know that it was a reflection of you know things that I needed to deal with in my childhood but now I can look back now that I'm more aware of my emotions and everything I can look back and know that it was a reflection of my childhood trauma um but it really made me start to look at myself differently like how did you get here like you know why would you deal with that like I started questioning questioning a lot about myself when I got out of that relationship because I would never purposefully put myself through something like that that shit was just horrible and you know he was who he was I'm not saying he a bad person he was just hurt you know he was a hurt person and he was just hurting everybody else in the process um and you know we tried to we tried to communicate a little bit and try to be friends like years after and it just it just wouldn't it just didn't work out like you know he tried to show that he was different and he was still trying to like get with me and i'm just like no like i can be friends with you but you'll never when i leave you that's it like when I finally do make the decision to leave, like I'm never gonna fucking go back with somebody, especially when they were toxic towards me, or were just toxic for me. Like he might not, even, he might not have been a toxic person. Okay, he was a toxic person. But my point is, is that sometimes people aren't even toxic people, but they're toxic for you. And sometimes you just gotta accept that shit. So anyway, I just went on a little ramble, but yeah. That's that was that. That was number two. That was Scorpio. And I'm gonna go into all of my relationships because all of them bitches have been toxic and crazy and fucking just a roller coaster ride full of drama. Um but like I said, I learned so much out of them and you know, I'm not a, I could I tell people <laughs> I tell people now to this day, I'm probably not in a relationship with anybody because I I'm too like I don't been with the 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 best of the best players and the worst of the worst niggas. You know what I mean? Like I can smell bullshit. I can see it from like a mile of fucking way. Like so, yeah. I'm, I'm super picky when it comes to people, and you know, nobody on my vibe, nobody on my level has come my way yet. So, um, yeah, that's that. So thank you, thank y'all for listening to my crazy, what oh, a very small piece of the craziness of my life um, when it comes to relationships, and uh, we'll get into another one on the next podcast. I want y'all to stay tuned in. Hit me up, y'all already know where to reach me at J underscore Brandon One on my Instagram. Um, I just be four twelve on Gmail. I just be four twelve at gmail dot com. Um, and keep tuning in. I got some things coming up as well. Um, and I will catch y'all guys in the next podcast. Peace.